You're now listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. This is episode number five. Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. Here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to this episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about why quickies are better in the morning. But really, most importantly, we're going to be talking about testosterone. And it's something I know you guys probably see on TV on a daily basis, whether you have high testosterone, low testosterone. And I'm going to kind of go and discuss the basics of what testosterone is. I'm going to explain what are the signs and symptoms of you're running low on testosterone. I'm going to explain some of the benefits of having, you know, testosterone replacement, but also most importantly, what are some of the side effects if you have too much replacement? So sit tight and let's explore the world of testosterone. So today we're talking about, you know, why quickies are better in the morning, right? So first of all, let me answer that question um, right off the bat, right? Like why are quickies better in the morning for us? Uh, For men, Men have higher testosterone levels like in the morning. Like for when I'm having patients and they're complaining of some symptoms, and we'll talk about these symptoms in a minute, um, that are concerning for low testosterone. The first thing I do when I order uh, these tests is I make them check it in the morning. It's like So the first thing they do is I make them check it in the morning uh, because we know at in the morning when you first wake up is the, uh, the, the, the highest peak level of your testosterone because we know as at the end of the day, um, it, it gets worse, right? And and if you know, especially for um, you know men and even women who uh, who have partners and uh, understand that yeah, their their partner's sexual drive is much higher in the mornings uh, when they first wake up than it is at nighttime after the end of the day. Of course, they blame it on work and all of the things, but a lot of times it really just happens to be with the fact that you know your testosterone level just isn't what it is in the morning. Like that same person, if you catch them in the morning, it's a whole different story. But at nighttime, um, you know, as as day goes on and work and all those things like get kind of get piled on. And then just from natural, I mean, even if you do absolutely nothing that day, it's going to be lower at nighttime than it is in the morning. So that's like that's the answer right there. Right. Just to get that answer out the bat. Um, so today we're talking about low testosterone. Why am I talking about low testosterone? Because it's something that I see quite often. Um, uh, in the primary care setting, um, you see it on TV all the time. Um, <clears throat> uh, pretty much, you know, these uh, the Viagra's and Cialis's of the world are pretty much like, you know, based on the fact that um, uh, sexual uh, dysfunction and um, impotence um, is a huge, huge, huge factor here um, everywhere, but especially here in the United States where, you know, they can make a hell of a lot of money um, from it, right? Um, so let's let's talk about testosterone. So testosterone, we'll give you some uh, some facts. Uh, required for you know male sexual development um, helps build muscle mass um, helps uh, build sex drive um, and it in your early adulthood between like 20 I probably say like 18 to like 28 um, is your peak right the peak of your sexual drive happens r- during that age uh, and as we get older, in fact, about starting the age of 30. After the age 30, uh, your hormone levels decrease every single year. Again, without you being sick, without you doing anything, your hormone levels kind of decrease. Um, so that's why we tend to see more and more of our elderly patients um, usually have to take 
uh, you know, those types of medications, the Cialis of the world, uh, because as they get older, um, our testosterone levels, which are um, used to be normal, um, are on the low side, right? And to the point where it causes a lot of symptoms and problems. And we'll talk about those symptoms um, right, right now. So these are, so the, the driving factor, especially for this lunch and learn, is focusing on um, low testosterone and why that's such a big deal. And uh, so, so I have a few symptoms here, right? Um, change in sleep issues, right? So if you have low testosterone, we have to worry about um, your sleep pattern, like kind of being off, right? Like that, uh, that becomes affected with low testosterone, right? Uh, reduced sexual drive. Uh, reduce um, this increased sexual uh, dysfunction in and of itself right um, you have emotional changes right uh, weight gain um, uh, decreased strength right and the decreased strength is an, an important one right because I have a lot of patients I don't have a lot um, I have some patients in my office right who take testosterone but because they're like bodybuilders right and if you ever like you know go you know, go to your gym now and if you ever see like those really really like Bulk cut up guys um, who is just like almost like they eat the weights. A lot of times those guys are taking like supplemental uh, testosterone. We'll talk a little bit about you know um, you know why that's either good or bad um, from from that standpoint there. So these are just some of the symptoms that uh, men face, uh, and men will complain in the office, right? So they'll they'll complain that they're having trouble sleeping. They'll complain that they're having trouble, um, you know, um, uh, wanting to have sex, right? Sexual drive becomes a factor. Archie, thank you for joining. Um, they'll complain about, um, you know, not being able to quote unquote get it up. They'll complain about just being fatigued and um, just, you know, just in general. Like, it's just like, there's just general feel blah. They just don't feel themselves, right? And that happens a lot um, for your patients um, with low testosterone or who are complaining of low testosterone-like uh, symptoms, right? So that's definitely a concern um, that we have uh, when when they see me in the office, right? Because that's usually some of the first symptoms, right? Um, they have trouble sleeping, right? Trouble sleeping is a big one too um, that, they're, that they usually tend to complain about as well. So these are some of the things that kind of key me into thinking like, wow, I wonder if there's an issue uh, with his testosterone level. So what do we do, right? So what are some, like, some general causes uh, for low testosterone? Um, we know obesity is a cause for low testosterone. I already told you about the age factor, right? Something you really can't change. Um, the older we get, uh, the least likely you have uh, low testosterone. Um, uh, there are certain medical diseases, right? Diabetes, hypertension, all of these things play a factor, um, especially diabetes, uh, play a factor in our body's um, ability to produce more and more testosterone. Uh, medications. Medications is important um, for patients who are on um, chemotherapy medications, for patients who are on pain medications. And by pain, I'm not talking about ibuprofen and Tylenol. I'm talking about like Percocet, Vicodin. Um, those types of medications um, uh, have adverse effects on the body's ability to produce more and more testosterone, right? So there's a lot of stuff that smoking has a lot of, uh, you know, depressive effects on our body's ability to produce um, testosterone. So there's a lot of stuff that we do to ourselves. Um, that can cause low testosterone uh, to be a problem. But then there's the issues that, you know, if some, some patients are born uh, with uh, undescended testes, right? Some people are born uh, with hormone abnormalities that just produces uh, very little to no testosterone, right? So this isn't something that, uh, so there's causes that you can uh, attribute to stuff that we're doing and there's causes that you contribute to um, something that has nothing to do with you from a genetic standpoint, right? So we got a few causes um, and, and, and of course, we talked about the illnesses um, aspect of it, right? So 
uh, question I always get, well, doc, what can I do, right? So what, what can I do? Um, so there's certain foods, right? And when, when I talk about the foods, the, the big aspect of the foods is that um, from a nutrient standpoint, because again, now we're talking about low testosterone, we're talking about our hormones, um, a lot of times there's, there's a nutrient deficiency uh, that's causing uh, this progressive uh, loss in testosterone, it's causing this progressive inability to produce more and more testosterone, right? So that's always um, important for us uh, kind of moving forward. Um, certain foods, right? Again, you know, you're very familiar with these foods. Tuna, egg yolks, um, oysters, beans. And uh, what happens is a lot of these foods are very either vitamin D, um, uh, rich type foods, uh, beef as well, some vitamin um, uh, D and beef, uh, zinc, as well as been another uh, macronutrient that we've seen uh, that does very well for patients um, who have low testosterone uh, uh, therapy as well, and seem to get some added benefit again. Um, but the the number one uh, reason why they usually kind of see me, right, because they want to know about um, replacement therapy, right? They want to know um, how much, uh, they want to get like testosterone supplementation, whether it be through um, uh, injection, whether it be through uh, like a patch, like a, almost like a cream, because uh, we have definitely different formulations. And again, that's not, the type isn't really important. Um, uh, the matter is, uh, you know, when do we get it, right? So when, when is a person uh, right for having replacement therapy, right? So we talked about these symptoms, right? We talked about patient having sexual dysfunction. And again, I got patients as young as 27, right? With low testosterone, right? So this isn't, um, hey, doc, hey, oh, oh, hey, Papa D, thank you for joining. Um, we, we talked about uh, low testosterone, right? So we're talking about patients um, who have a sexual issue, have patients who have an, uh, a, a, like emotional issues. Like a lot of my patients, especially my male patients who, female patients who have low testosterone, sometimes they get, they're anxious, sometimes they're depressed. Um, and a lot of that kind of deals with the fact that, uh, you know, sexually they're, they're, they're unfulfilled or they can't fulfill their partner. So there's a lot of problems that kind of um, uh, rise into that, that factor. Uh, more than anything else, um, a lot of times, like, they don't even have to dry, right? A lot of times, they just, you know, it's just not even there. And so when I go and I send these patients out to do their blood work, uh, first thing I say is, you know, make sure you do it early in the morning, as early as possible, right? Right when you wake up, just go do your blood test. And the reason why we tell them to go do the blood test is because, again, your numbers for your testosterone levels should be the highest in the mornings, right? Because I know if I send you to do your blood work, you do it in the morning, and that number in the morning is also low, then you're like, I already know by the end of the day, it's like terrible, right? Because again, as as the day progresses, even if you do absolutely nothing, um, you're gonna, your testosterone levels are gonna drop. So if in the morning when it should be, when it should be at its highest, and from the highest standpoint, it depends on which lab you go to, uh, but the number ranges from about 250 to about 1,000. I like to have most of my patients around like the the 600 mark and above, like just for for safe um, keeping, especially in the mornings. Um, so if you know, if your numbers are hovering around at 200, 250 uh, early in the morning, I already know that by the time the end of the day comes about, you're pooped. You're, you you want nothing to do uh, with sex, and then not only do you want nothing to do with sex, you know you're uh, you're probably a little bit bitter. You're probably a little bit more angrier. Um, you're probably more fatigued. So sleeping is definitely going to be an issue. So all of these symptoms, right? Like I, I I like to add all of these symptoms first before we start even thinking about you know putting our patients on. Uh, this medication. Why? Because it's not like this medication um, doesn't come with it without its risk, right? 
Uh, some of the issues that we have to always be concerned about, especially when I'm giving a patient uh, testosterone, um, is enlargement of the actual prostate, right? So I have to worry about uh, prostate enlargement. So when patients who are on testosterone therapy, um, for, who are usually getting it from a medical doctor, we usually have to check their, um, their prostate hormone as well because the same medication I give you from, uh, for your testosterone replacement can also, if you have like an underlying prostate cancer, cause that to rise and cause that to be a problem. So we have to be very mindful of that. And that's one of the, the issues I have uh, for my, my bodybuilding uh, patients is cause a lot of times, cause like, I don't know where it's at, but you know, so I'm in South Florida. Um, so a lot of them uh, will go to like, there's like, I guess, a, a, some, someone who's prescribed it. Someone who prescribed it is able to prescribe it. And you know, they're, they're giving um, uh, testosterone levels that are like ridiculous amount. And they're, you know, they're just kind of, you know, fooling, the, fill, you know, filling them up with testosterone to the point where, like I said, I say I like to keep them around, you know, six, 700. I got patients who walk into my office and their numbers are over like 3000, right? Just to give you an idea of how much testosterone you're giving, right? So again, when you see these like bulk Again, I'm not. I'm not gonna, cause I don't want you know no weightlifting people to like be on my my, my comment box or anything. Um, I'm not saying you can't get like super bulk um, off of uh, you know just working out and do. I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm just saying that I'm just because of, because of what I see. I'm looking at you different, right? Like I'm just I'm definitely gonna be looking at you a little bit more. Uh, like hmm, I want this person to taste this hot straw because I've seen it. Um, and again, we can we can touch it on the the weightlifting folks because they they take some other stuff that I'm like, whoa. Anyways, so you know, uh, so one thing I have to be concerned about when I'm giving a patient testosterone is their testosterone level. Got to keep got again got to keep that um, in level and in check because again, I don't want to give them too much. Also, don't want to give them too little. Um, I also have to check to make sure their prostate um, isn't enlarging, and I usually check the hormones as well. Um, breast enlargement. Um, uh, especially in men, is a very common uh, symptom of testosterone replacement therapy. Again, a lot of times, especially if they're taking too much, uh, the testosterone level uh, in their um, uh, their body just turns into estrogen, and that gives you uh, the breast enlargement. Um, uh, on the flip side, you know, I have patients who take testosterone therapy, and then they have the, their, their testicles will shrink. Um, why? Because and just just to, if you think about it, um, your brain uh, produces the hormone that produces testosterone in the testicles, right? But if I'm giving you your testosterone, that means your testicles don't have a work, right? So if, so to, to stay with my weightlifting analogy, if you don't have to, if, if, if you don't have to lift any weights because, you know, you know, I, I'm already giving you the, the supplement that's going to bulk you up, um, then you're going to be weaker, right? So that's why the testicles shrink, right? So because I'm giving you that hormone that your testicles don't have to do any work for, so they just like would naturally shrink um, uh, because of it. Um, so testicle shrinkage, um, sperm count actually drops. So again, which is crazy because you think about it again, we just are patients who we, we give testosterone therapy because they're having uh, sexual dysfunction issues, they're having trouble um, conceiving. Um, and then if I give you a medication, if I give you too much of it, I have to run the risk of, um, have to run the risk of uh, causing the opposite effect, right? So that's why it's, it's very mindful of um, when we, we start patients on testosterone therapy to kind of look at the whole picture, right? And that's why I think sometimes my patients who, when they go to like these bodybuilding uh, places, um, I think that's where they kind of fall off on, right? Like they don't look at the whole picture of what's going on. They just say, hey, I just need my testosterone level to be high. And you know, when they started, like most of my patients, when they start, especially they feel better. Um, 
uh, they they notice a difference. They notice um, some improvement uh, from that. They notice improvement in the energy very quickly. So it's definitely something that you definitely would notice a difference once you're on it. Uh, but it just has to be something that we have to be very mindful, especially as a clinician, um, you know, to make sure that we're doing all we can, uh, to, you know, to do you right uh, from that standpoint. There, right. So again, that's my. That's the lunch and learn today on, uh, you know, low tea and why quickies are better in the morning. Thank you for listening to this episode of the lunch and learn with Dr. Barry. If you want to find out more about the episode, please go to www.lunchlearnpod.com. That's www.lunchlearnpod.com for the show notes and any links that may have been mentioned in today's episode. If you're interested in joining the Lunch Learn Pod community, head over to either the website lunchlearnpod.com or join us on Facebook and Twitter with the same username, Lunch Learn Pod. And again, you can find uh, all of these links on uh, the website. If you have any questions, any comments, or any requests for uh, topics to you know debut on the show, please let that be known. And don't forget to use uh, the hashtag Lunch Learn Pod when you're listening to the episode. Again, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode, and I'll see you next week.